Welcome back to the Fitness for Back Pain podcast. This is episode two. I'm super excited to continue to roll these episodes back out. Um, today, we're going to talk about how to make back pain relief stupid simple. One thing that I have a conversation with or hear through conversations that I have with students of mine or just people who watch my content is that there's so much contradiction in the market. Right. If you are in the market for pain relief, right, you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube, you're in your doctor's office, your physio's office, and you have all these different voices or articles or YouTube videos saying all these different things. Uh, so today I'm going to just cut through all that and make what you should be doing, what you should not be doing as far as chronic back pain relief. Very, very simple. Now, before we jump in, make sure you go over to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain-free training. I like creating free gifts that require a little bit of action, but get you a big result. And one of the biggest topics that I hear people talk about all the time is how to use exercise for pain relief, right? I'm in the gym. I'm trying to build strength because I know building strength is good for me, but my workouts are causing me pain. My workouts always tend to cause me a flare up three days later. Maybe I feel good during my workout, but two days later, my pain picks back up. If that's you, this free guide is going to walk you through my exact process of unraveling this idea of using exercise for pain relief, building smarter strength, and I'm gonna show you exactly how you should do it. Like literally, you'll be able to print it off, follow exactly what I do, and that's the exact process that I use after rupturing my L5-S1 disc and was diagnosed with degenerative discs above that site. That's the process that I use, that's the process that I teach people all over the world today. Fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain free training. All right. So if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, behind me, I've got like <laughs> empty shelves because <laughs> I'm rearranging my office a little bit. Uh, I've got some new stuff coming in. I'm actually using a desk that I'm not going to be using anymore. Uh, it's actually in a box on the floor in front of me. So um, for those of you who are viewing this, uh, my, my office is in shambles right now. So let's talk about how to make back pain relief stupid simple and this is something that I, I have been working on for my entire career helping people and I, I did it for years for myself because I think uh, people make back pain very very complicated and there are a lot of nuances to back pain which is what makes it a se seem super complicated and if you hear people like uh, the great Stuart McGill, which I love his stuff. He's an amazing guy, very smart guy, very well-known person in the back pain space. He uses the answer, it depends, a lot. You get an email, a question on YouTube or Instagram. Hey, I've got a herniated disc. Is this core exercise safe for me? It depends. Hey, I, I just had a fusion. I'm six months out. I'm, I'm able to get back to working out. Uh, should I follow your workout program? It depends. So there's so much information that needs to be kind of understood, like context that needs to be understood before you make a good decision on what you should do. So let's put the nuances aside and let's try to find some very, very simple things that you can stop doing that's making your pain relief slow down tremendously, um, but also making things super, super confusing. Okay, so point, I've got three points I want to kind of share with you today. Point number one is you, in order to make your back pain relief strategy process journey 
stupidly simple, is to stop listening to so many people. Whether that's me, whether that is someone else, whether that is Stuart McGill, or I'm not gonna name all these names because I think everyone has their place uh, in the relief and strength space, so I'm not gonna put anybody on blast. But there's a lot of respectable people, a lot of great people out there talking and using and sharing their theories on what what you should do to get relief. And the problem is, is when you're combining so many different, you know, air quote methods, everyone has a method, a style or a way of doing something, you combine or you isolate them as individual things and you go all in on that one thing, it might work, right? Like, but then that you could be missing some things and I'll kind of explain um, what has come to be known as what I call the hybrid relief method as in a multidiscipline method. Um, but the problem is, is right now you are on Instagram, you're scrolling on Instagram, you've got all these really cool Instagram reels and, and, and videos that are helping you with your hip tightness, with your weak core, with your butt cheeks that don't move or contract anymore, or your tight hip flexors, all geared towards back pain. Then you go to YouTube and you get your favorite fitness channel. Maybe it's fitnessforbackpain.com. Maybe it's not. But you're you're getting your information from so many different places. And the problem with that is when you're looking at an isolated video is that there's zero context at all. So you watch this hip flexor video that says, oh, you have back pain? It's probably your tight hip flexors. Do this. Oh, you have back pain? It's your psoas. Do this. Oh, you have back pain? Oh, it's probably your tight hips. Let's do this uh, range of motion drill. Do this, you know, for the next three months every day. So you have all of these voices telling you to stretch more, to train your core more, to stop squatting, to stop bending, to have an ergonomic office, to have perfect posture rounded shoulders, forward head tilt, like whatever it is, you have all these people telling you so many different things. And some people are saying, hey, no, it doesn't matter about your posture. You can slouch some. It's okay to have a little bit of a text neck. If that's even why your neck is tilting forward is because you're texting. Odds are it's not. Uh, It's okay not to have a standing desk. It's okay to sit for a couple of hours. Like all these things are very contradicting. So what do you do? Because that's very confusing. Do you keep your standing desk? Do you sit stand? Do you get a stability ball to sit in? Like, what's the best ergonomic chair? You shouldn't worry about that. No, you really should worry about that. Like, it's so confusing and so frustrating. What happens is, is it's like analysis paralysis where you take less action and just consume. You consume, 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 and you take less action. So point number one, stop listening to so many people. And I'm going to tell you, what you should do instead. So just kind of hang tight. Second point that's massively slowing your process down, your your healing strategy down, um, is not understanding that getting lasting chronic back pain relief is a multi-discipline thing, right? Like you have to take a, a multi-discipline approach with what you should be focusing on. It is not just the Cobra pose or the McKenzie method. It's not just the McGill method, which is 
an amazing method. I, I love Stuart McGill. I love his stuff. All He's changing lives. He's awesome. He's a great guy. But should you be sold out for solely just the McGill method? No, I don't think so. I don't believe so. In my opinion, I think being sold out for one method, the McKenzie method, or foundations training, or um, what's that? I can't think of the name of uh, functional patterns, whatever it might be, a method of train the body, building strength to reduce pain. You can't, unless that method uses a, a myriad of, of, of strategies. And I'm, again, I'm going to give you the three strategies that you should be looking for. Um, unless they are pulling from these very specific areas as it pertains to educating you about your body and teaching you how to use that education and understanding about your own body to heal yourself. If it's not teaching these things, then it's worthless, in my opinion. So give up this idea that I'm just going to go all in on core training. I'm going to go all in on hip mobility. And you got to go deeper than that, okay? Now, what I have kind of come to call this in my own kind of world is the hybrid relief method. Um, and it's a thing that you can take and use on your own. This is not like, oh, this is my secret method and and you only get to learn about it unless you come and, you know, you pay me. No, I, I don't believe that. Like I, I teach this hybrid relief method through all of my content, right? It covers three very specific arenas of strength. That's one arena. Movement. That's one arena. And then mindset. That's the third arena. Those three places, now there are multiple layers in that, in those three arenas, right? Or categories or pillars, whatever you want to call them. There are lots of different layers to these. Case in point, strength. It's not just enough to just go to the gym and start building muscles. That's not how that works. Like you have to do it strategically. You have to do it according to where your body is allowing you to do it in a sense of pain and symptoms and how you're feeling. Movement, there's a lot of different factors to movement. How you brush your teeth, not because you have to have perfect posture when you brush your teeth or flush the toilet or put your pants on, but there's a way to approach movement in your day that allows you the space to create a healing environment first. So that might be a better understanding of, hey, let's use our legs to pick this up first for a while. Let's let your back calm down. And do it this way for a little bit so that we can get back to doing it with more freedom. So instead of going all in with perfect posture, I have to have this perfect robotic like position. And when I go to bend, I have to like, you know, neutral spine and glutes engage and deep breath in. Like that's not a lifestyle way of moving. But if we can take concepts of better position that's painless or pain free, apply those to create that healing environment, and then slowly add in freedom movements, what I call freedom movements, as in the freedom to be able to move the way God created your body to move, which isn't perfect posture, right? So we work your way to that. So there's multiple levels of movement. Mindset, this is not just your pain is all in your head. You don't just go hug a tree and the earth from grounding because you're hugging it barefoot. 
and with your shirt off so the skin contact with Mother Earth is going to heal you? No. I think that's crap. So if you're into that kind of stuff, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you, but that stuff is junk, okay? Um, what I mean by mindset is there's lots of different factors into what you believe about yourself, the narrative that you have in here in your brain, um, and the story that you have kind of built over the years. I talk with people all the time who come into my personal strength and pain relief accelerator program, which is my 12-week intensive one-on-one coaching program um, that come from all walks of life, right? But one very common theme is anxiety, is fear, is worry, is uncertainty around moving, around building strength around how fragile they are, how broken they are, what their doctors have told them, what they don't think they can do anymore, what they're so afraid of, of happening if they do something like go hiking. With that mindset is also pain science, right? That's under the category of mindset because through education, you learn more about pain science and pain science is a real thing, right? Like where pain comes from, why our body uses pain as a signal, uh, as a threat signal to keep us safe. And based off of those signals and those beliefs around those signals and what we understand about those signals, our life can become so consumed with chronic pain where our injury has actually healed. We're better. We're not broken anymore. As in maybe you herniated a disc and it was pressing on your nerve or maybe you fractured your vertebrae or you broke your back, whatever it might be, you made a full recovery, yet you still have chronic pain for years and years and years and years. A concept, not saying everybody, there are always outliers to back pain. Again, going back to the nuances of back pain, there's always specific situations, but there's such a large majority of chronic back pain people, sufferers that don't understand the importance of mindset and everything that goes with that, movement and everything that goes with that, and then building a smarter strength approach. So that's the second one. The third one we're gonna finalize or finish with this one um, is consistency is key. And I'm not just talking about, you know, hitting the gym seven days a week because you're just awesome. What I mean by that are three kind of specific areas I think consistency is the most powerful if you can really focus in these areas. So one is your good days and bad days look the same as far as activity. A big problem that I see is people go into good days and they just go all out. They're cleaning their garage, they're washing and waxing their car, they're cutting their grass, and then they're planting a bunch of shrubs, okay? Or insert whatever you do, weekend warrior stuff. And then on bad days, they're just like laying around because they're just so beat up. You've got to find consistency with your activity on the good days and bad days. Your body needs consistency with this stuff. And this kind of, kind of transcends multiple layers, right? The second thing is continue to do the pain relief activities even when you feel great. So you're getting relief. Hopefully you're on a strategy or a plan that's getting you relief. You're getting relief and you're like, okay, like I'm there. I've arrived. I'm good. I don't have to do that stuff anymore. No, what you need to do is be consistent. Don't let off the gas. I tell that to my clients all the time. When they get to a certain phase in the program, they're getting results like, oh, this is awesome. I'm ready to do more. I'm ready to exercise. I'm ready to make my workouts harder. And that's what they're focusing on. 
And then they get to the point where they're doing more exercise and they're making their workouts harder. And they're like, oh, like something's weird today. I, I, I kind of feel like maybe some of these symptoms are coming back. And I say, hey, like, have you been doing your quick relief protocol? Have you been doing your desensitizing activities? Oh, no, no, I, I've just been kind of focusing on the workouts. Okay, well, what got you to the point before your workouts started to increase in intensity as far as pain relief is going to need to be done consistently going forward. You're not out of the woods. Your brain still understands these pain pathways, these neural pathways that are created. If you've been in pain for you know as long as I was, five, six years of chronic pain, today, this day, today, my body and brain can still go back into those pathways of pain, tension, tightness, because they don't go away. What I have to do is create new pathways for my brain to operate from. Okay, so continue to do the pain relief activities. Keep doing them. Don't let off the gas. Third one, respect your pain threshold no matter the activity. Okay, so what I mean by that is if you're watching here on YouTube, I have my hand at like a certain level on the screen and your activity is below that level, right? Draw a line, kind of close your eyes, think of like a square. The, the top part of that square, let's say you break up into fourths. The top fourth is, or let's say, I'm sorry, you have a square, you draw a line down the middle of it. So it's like 50-50 of this square. That line represents your pain threshold. Everything below that line is life. Is you putting your pants on? Is you walking your dog, cutting your grass, washing your car, going to work, sitting, you know, standing, whatever it might be that you do, it's all done underneath that pain threshold. Chronic back pain people live in that threshold, in that area below that line, but they are constantly pushing past that 50% mark. So they're pushing and they're blowing past their, their individual pain threshold, making their stuff worse, always keeping them in this chronic, like inflammatory cycle of pain because once they hit that ceiling, instead of stopping, they blow past it. And they say, I got to get it done. I'm a bull in a china shop. Stuff has to get done. I'm a mom of three kids. I'm a dad of three kids. I got to do the stuff. And my body's not that important. My pain, I'll just whatever. Like that's the mindset that they take. What you have to do is if you want to see long-term relief and keep things stupidly simple, Find where your pain threshold is and keep it. Don't push past it. Respect it. Every single day, respect that 50% mark, wherever that's at. Don't, don't think 50%. Just think of like a line. If you live underneath as best as you can, underneath that, that, that level, that ceiling, that ceiling will naturally get taller and taller and taller over time. It's called desensitizing your pain system, as in your body is no longer in this need to keep you so sensitive that you can't really do basic activities. If you can get that through your head and say, look, okay, here's my pain threshold. I got a lot of stuff to do, but today I'm going to choose to stop at this point. If you can do that and be consistent with that, your life will change. It takes time. It requires consistency. It requires effort and energy and, and ups and downs. But if you do that, if you're consistently approaching life in these three ways, 
when it comes to consistency, you will win. I promise you. I promise you. So hopefully that helps you. These three things have really kind of been the biggest, um, you know, when I say three things, I mean, stop listening to the eight eight different people that you have on your Instagram reel, YouTube channel, subscribe list. Um, understand that a multiple disciplined approach is required. And then the third one, consistency is key. If you understand these things, your strategy, your approach to back pain will be so simple. It'll be simplified. Getting education around your mindset, how you move, and how you should be moving to get pain relief, and then building smarter strength. You need help in these areas. You've got to get specifically to you with the nuances and the context that that involves to you if you want this to work. Okay? So, that's it. I hope you all have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to this. Make sure um, wherever you listen to this, give me a thumbs up. Share it. Give me a five-star review. Um, would love to start sharing reviews. This podcast is still very, very new, but would love to kind of just highlight some of these reviews that I get uh, in the future. So make sure you leave me some love. Give me some suggestions of uh, topics and things you want to hear about. Don't forget that free gift. If you're on your way to the gym now, you're in the gym working out, or you have plans of going to the gym tomorrow and you want to know how I would show you how to do it instead of the way you're doing it based off of the app that you're following or the YouTube video that you watched, go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain free training and that guide will be yours absolutely free and you can keep it for life. Fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain free training. Thanks so much for watching guys and or listening and I will see you or talk to you on the next episode.